Hello, I'm here to tell you about Probably True, a slightly filthy podcast talking about queer life and even queerer sex, with plenty of knob jokes thrown in, just for fun. It's called Probably True, but it's all real. My mum listens and she doesn't need to know about the time I ended up covered. Actually, never mind. If you want to find out what happened, you'll have to download it. Just search for Probably True wherever you get your podcasts and you can find out all the silly, sexy, funny, filthy details. Same ground, different sound. You're on homo ground. You're listening to episode number 258. And on this episode, you'll hear the words and music of Madeline Finn of Nashville, Tennessee. But first, I want to welcome our newest Patreon supporters, Ellie from Les Hangout Podcast and Mark Senembrino of Fat Kid Yoga Club. Thanks for joining our Homoground fam, and if you'd like to join, head over to homoground.com slash Patreon. We also held our May Homo Hang this past Sunday. It's a monthly virtual event for the Homoground community. We were joined by musicians who had been recently featured on the Homoground podcast, like Ali, Milo Choi, and Lane Moore. If you want to find out about upcoming Homo Hangs, our next one will be in June. Head over to homoground.com or join us on Patreon to get updates right into your inbox. We've also got a new virtual event coming up called Focus Time, happening every Thursday at 1pm New York time. Stick around to the end of the episode and I'll tell you more about that. I'll also tell you how you can get one month free from Reverie TV, a 24-hour queer TV streaming platform. Think of it like the queer Netflix. But for now, I hope you enjoy this episode with Madeline Finn. Same ground, different sound. You're listening to Homo Ground, and this is Madeline Finn from Nashville, Tennessee. I identify as queer. Since COVID-19, I've had to cancel a full European tour, a full living room tour that I had booked for the summer, and a couple other really awesome opportunities like opening up for Brent Cobb and Rainbow Girls and uh, some other festivals as well. So it's been weird shifting into an online presence as opposed to a live performance because I feel personally that the live performance is where I, I thrive. The live performance is the part I love most about my job other than connecting with people and to not have it in my current reality is tough. So shifting to an online presence has been challenging for me, mostly because I'm not great at technology, but we're learning. Uh, The live streams have been cool, but it's been more of an introspective time. You know, as I when I perform, I, I feed off the energy of, of those listening. I feed off the crowd interaction and all that. And with that gone, because when you play, you know, people can comment, but you don't hear applause. You don't um, get to see people reacting or get to share that emotional energy that's just in the room with them. So it's been more introspective. I've been able to like play a song and feel it for myself and kind of go inward. Um, so this has been a time of a lot of self-reflection. And as I start to try and bring that out on my social media and on my live streams and on things like this, it's it's brand new for me. But I think it's taken me to a place of, of more integrity and more vulnerability. And I'm really excited for how this time is going to shape my live show in the future. So I've got a new album coming out in the next couple months. It's called Trial by Fire. And the whole album is basically a testament to my mission statement. My mission statement has always been that I am an example to help encourage others to rise above their own negativity and obstacles so that they may encourage others to do the same. Mouthful, I know. But... 
the whole point of that is uh, these songs are my examples. You know, I've got songs about my personal battle with anxiety. I've got songs about my uh, rehabilitation for my eating disorder. I've got songs about, (laughs) you know, unhealthy relationships. I've got songs about the good parts too. The mindfulness, like timing is everything is about that. You know, I think the album itself is is a way of for me to share my experiences in the hope that they might inspire somebody else to know that it is possible for them too. I'm really, really excited and I cannot wait for it to come out. It's going to be on all of the major platforms. Um, we're doing a really cool lyric book with it this time. And uh, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. I can't wait.
Hi there. My name is Brian Shields, and I was born, raised, and currently reside in the Chicago suburbs. Simply identifying as queer with they-them pronouns is most comfortable for me. However, to be technical, the definitions for pansexual and non-binary definitely describe me. I choose to support homoground for a couple reasons. First, I really wish my younger self could have had something like homoground when I was younger to expose me to a wide variety of LGBT artists to help guide me through that questioning phase with regards to figuring out my own sexual and gender identity. I want to emphasize variety. One aspect of homoground that makes it my personal favorite queer music source is that Lynn mixes up the genres and styles very well. Also, I love supporting independent artists, and I've noticed that LGBT artists just tend to produce really good music, and it helps that I can relate to this music on a personal level. One way I attempt to help expose or spread the word about independent artists that I enjoy or I feel need recognition is utilizing the Instagram platform. Before the current situation regarding this pandemic, I'd estimate that I was going to at least two to three shows a week in and around Chicago. I mainly use the Instagram account to share photos and video clips of artists, performances, and current record releases in hopes of other people outside of Chicago check out these artists. I'd be delighted if anyone listening to this takes a moment to visit my Instagram page and scroll through some of my previous posts to check out all the amazing shows I've attended. Additionally, I'd be honored if other Homoground supporters would follow me to see all my future posts I include. Currently, I've been sharing snapshots of live streams I've been watching since live music at the moment is not happening. My Instagram account is bshields3000. Thank you, Len, for creating and continuing Homoground. This podcast means the world to me. Much love and respect, Brian Shields. That was Brian Shields, one of our Supporter Spotlight soundbites. You can check out more Supporter Spotlights on our Instagram and Patreon. To be featured as a Homoground supporter, you can join our Patreon. Shoutouts go to our current Patreon supporters, Michael Bacon, Ashley Amon, Willard Joyce, D, Corey, Adriana Martinez, Brian Shields, Lucenti, Marino Benedetto, David Adusi, Thomas Kula, Joseph Martin, Kim Bagliri, Queer Public Podcast, Lucy, Lynn Thomas, Joseph Jones, Mark Senembrino, and Les Hangout. Check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash homoground. Timing is Everything is a song I just released on May 1st, and I originally wrote it about um, my move from Cleveland, Ohio to Nashville, Tennessee about 10 months ago. I was getting ready to move, and I had just gone through a breakup with a partner who I held really, really dear. So I originally wrote the song just kind of telling them, I guess it was just a way for me to express that I still cared about them and I still wanted them to feel safe and to know that they had a place in my heart even though I was far away. And as I've kind of grown and played the song more and listened to it more, it's become more of this like living mantra for me, as I like to say, of just always knowing that you're in the right place at the right time, doing the right thing and putting faith in like that energetic source universe thing to just know that you're right where you need to be 
And uh, that's given the song a whole new meaning and made it really, really uh, important and impactful for my own journey. Save Yourself is a song that has a lot of anger. Uh, it's something I wrote about the same relationship that I was going through when I wrote Timing. You know, when we were breaking up and it was rough and ugly and I just had realized how unhealthy we both had become in the relationship and it was about all those things. And I, I try to use music as a way to express things that I might not feel comfortable expressing otherwise, uh, such as like anger and resentment and you know some of those are called the four horsemen uh, of relationships in the therapy world and all those things were really present so this song is just kind of about coming to terms with understanding that what you've had for so long is unhealthy and, and kind of toxic for both of you and allowing yourself to let go of that person so that they can save themselves. So one of the most important parts of my online presence right now is my Patreon community. It's been really fun to be able to find a way to connect with people outside of the the venues. And we do live streams, we talk about the creative process, and we get in really deep about some issues that I really feel passionate about sharing. So if you're in a space where you'd like to join the Patreon community, you can find all that through my website, www.madelinefinmusic.com. Uh, just go ahead and click on the Patreon link. It'll take you there. Um, you can join for as little as two dollars a month and get access to a whole bunch of cool behind the scenes stuff and know that you're helping me buy food and gas and pay my rent and all those things so uh, thank you so much for supporting local art and queer art it is super important that we continue to encourage diversity in our communities and this is a great way to do that so thank you cheers much love is empty, left without warning. The rain is pouring down outside. I wonder if you feel alright. Go make some new friends and get high with them. Let's not pretend love has to last lifetime.
Thanks for listening to another episode of Homo Ground. I'm your host and producer, Scantron, aka Lynn Casper. If this is your first time listening to Homo Ground, welcome to the Homo Ground family. We have over 250 something episodes for you to catch up on. So check us out on iTunes or whatever platform you listen to podcasts. And if you listened this far, hit me up, send me a tweet or an Instagram shout and let us know and we'll send you some homoground stickers, preferably people in the US because international mail has been giving me some trouble lately. So let's try to avoid that. If you've been listening to Homoground for a while, you may have noticed that at the beginning of this episode, there was something a little different. There was a little promo spot for the Probably True podcast, and that was intentional because we want you to know about other queer podcasts that are out there. So if you run a queer podcast, hit us up, let us know, and we can swap audio trailers We've got our own little audio trailer that you can put at the beginning of your episode, and we'll do the same. This helps us spread the word about podcasts that are similar to ours or podcasts that our audience may also be interested in. And, you know, try to support each other like a little pod ring. Remember back in the day when you had a blog and then you had a bunch of links of all your friends' blogs and it was like a little web ring? This is a pod ring. So hit me up if you want to do a promo swap. You may have also noticed that our website's a little bare. That's because we just switched over to a new website about a month ago, and we're still in the process of adding all of our episodes back on there. For the episodes that we do have on there, you may have noticed something a little different there as well. We now have transcripts of our interviews. That's something that we didn't have before, and now we do. Thanks to the Queer Public Podcast for letting us use your transcription software, and to Major Davis, who is helping us transcribe. If you enjoy having the transcripts available, please, please consider donating to our Patreon because it takes a lot of time to do these and we are trying to pay our volunteers for helping us do this too. So money from our Patreon goes towards this new transcription project and to get our website looking fresh with all the info that you need. 
Homoground has teamed up with Reverie TV to give you one free month of Reverie Premium subscription to Queer TV 24-7, streaming the most unapologetically queer movies, shows, news, originals, along with the largest queer music and podcast libraries. Use promo code M218 and Reverie will generously donate half of all subscription fees after your free first month to Homoground through the rest of the year. So that's awesome. You get a free Free month subscription, you get access to basically this queer Netflix, and Homoground also gets to be supported as well. So watch radically inclusive queer entertainment while helping Homoground raise funds to continue running. Visit reverie.tv and use the promo code M as in music 218. We're also hosting a new event starting this Thursday called Focus Time. It happens every Thursday from 1 to 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Focus Time is a dedicated virtual space for self-identified LGBTQIA folks to work on their personal and or work projects. It's the perfect time to work on projects that you've been putting off or to turn some ideas that have been incubating in your mind into reality. This is a space for you to focus on the things you want to do but struggle to do. You can use this space to work on your book. If you want to write more, this can be your dedicated time every Thursday where you work on your book or you work on some art or you're doing yoga or you're working on music. You can do anything. So once you sign up, you'll get a link to Zoom. And once you connect to the Zoom call, we'll all be on video. At the beginning of the session, we will give short introductions, who we are, where we are, and what we plan to work on. We'll work for about 40 to 50 minutes. You don't have to worry about the time. I'll keep track of the time. Just get into your flow. And once we hit that first time stop, then, uh, you know, we'll take a little break, use the bathroom, stretch, give some updates. Were you able to finish what you set out to do? What was distracting you? Did you have any issues with anything? Just a little debrief. And then we'll set our attentions for the next 40 to 50 minute sprint and then we'll go. And then at the end of that, we'll share updates what we accomplished, what worked, what didn't work, and then we'll leave some time for socializing uh, for anyone who wants to stick around for that last 20 to 30 minutes. And, you know, as an introvert, I sometimes do want that social aspect. If I'm in a Zoom room full of a bunch of creative queers, of course I'm going to want to know what everyone is working on. Like, what project are you working on? And the reason why I'm offering this space is because, well, for one, it's like in the same vein of homoground. It's something that I wish existed, but I haven't been able to find it yet. So I guess I need to create it. Just creating the thing that I wish I had access to, which is what inspired homoground to begin with. You know, I had done some research over the past couple weeks seeing if there were any virtual co-working spaces. There are definitely some things out there, not as much as I had assumed there would be. I thought there would be a lot of things. You know, some of them have really good systems and a good turnout and the technology um, is really interesting, but some of them were just lacking certain things. And I think for me, it was having that like-minded community because I would be on some of the calls, you know, be in a breakout room and just, I don't know, I didn't feel like I could be myself. There was one instance in particular where 
it was a one-on-one co-working session and the person that I was scheduled to co-work with um, just had a profile that kind of reeked of, you know, Trump supporter language kind of things. And I did not want to put myself in a position where I had anxiety about it because at the beginning of these calls, yeah, you usually introduce yourself, say what you're working on, and I'm usually working on homo ground. And for me to like, I don't know, just be like, oh, I'm working on a podcast. And then if they were to say, oh, what's your podcast about? Um, I could either be honest and say, oh, it's, you know, I spotlight LGBTQ musicians, or I could lie and just say, oh, a music podcast. Um, And I just didn't want to put myself in that position or just feel threatened in any way or just have that anxiety to begin with. So this is why I am creating this space and in talking to other people, some people feel the same way, like having that structure of a specific time every week or every day, um, the structure just really helps. And also having that little social aspect too, where it's like, If you get stuck and you have a question, you know that there are people there that you can ask for support if needed um, or for feedback, too. A lot of times, you know, our work is in isolation and it's nice to just have that sense of community, Um, especially since, you know, a lot of us who normally like worked from home before quarantine started um, would go to coffee shops to co-work or go to each other's houses and since we can't do that we can still do that virtually in some way even though it's not the same Eh, it's a step closer and a lot of people like the aspect of just you know being held accountable by saying that you're going to do something or work on something and saying that in front of a bunch of people and like you know you kind of put that pressure on yourself okay now I have to finish this now I have to do this because I said I was going to and of course you know if it turns out that like that thing isn't the thing that you need to be doing like don't pressure yourself to the point where it's like turns into toxic pressure or negativity like that's not the point of it but you know something like for instance for me I'm like oh I want to write a book and it's like okay well that book isn't going to write itself how are you going to write a book when you never even write so so that's just kind of like all right I keep saying I want to write a book now I need to actually do the writing I need to set aside some time to actually write and of course the first things that come out are not going to be good because it's like you just got to get the sludge out of your brain you know the first thing that you do is never going to be the final thing or the the pretty perfect outcome or anything like that it's going to be messy at first and that's a lot of the fun because it allows you to just let it out and see what happens and I think a lot of people get discouraged because they build it up in their head where it's like, okay, I have to set aside the time and I'm going to put it in my calendar and they sit down and do it. And what comes out is like not the final vision that they had in their mind of like the, the final outcome of what they wanted. And I think people get discouraged by that because they don't realize that it's a process and it takes time. And, you know, it goes through its own evolution of refinement. I think, yeah, I think a lot of people get discouraged from starting on projects, completing projects because of that. But I think if 
you have a group of people who are being messy together, then that makes it more fun. Because um, being messy by yourself, that's when, you know, all those voices in your head tell you, what are you doing? This is, this is no good. But if you have other people that are also in that same process with you, I think it's cool. Like I started joining my friend's uh, drawing group, a virtual drawing group, and we've just been doing automatic drawings, which is just like letting your brain flow, like just let go and just doodle, whatever. No, you don't have to like know what you're drawing, just like let it flow. And you know, I struggle with that because I'm like, okay, like, what am I doing? Like, just it looks like crap or like, then I start to think, okay, I want to make it like this. And then you're like, okay, wait, no, I'm not supposed to be thinking about what I'm going to do. I just need to do it. But then when I was just doing it, what was coming out, I was like, I don't like that. But you have to sit with that unease. It's like, okay, why is that bothering you? Like that you're just doodling. And like the whole point of it is to like, just doodle just scribble scribble your heart out it doesn't even have to look like anything the whole point is like just scribble and then that unease of like not even allowing yourself to just scribble because it has to be something hmm all right I think I'm like I'm having a moment right here where I'm realizing something but yeah just you know Everything has a process. Sometimes the process is just sitting in silence, not doing anything, staring out the window, staring at the carpet, I don't know, watching the clouds, watching a squirrel, just doing nothing. Like that is part of the process because if you're constantly trying to execute, perform, um, consume, your brain is constantly working And it's not giving itself the time to connect all the dots of what it is you really want to do, of what that that masterpiece is going to end up because you're just constantly working your brain. You're not letting it have time to mold itself on its own. You're just squeezing it and squeezing it out until it has nothing, until it's just like, it's like a raisin. So, yeah, you have to do all these kinds of things where you can have fun, you can be messy, you can be silly. There's times for all that. And there's times for, you know, making the list, writing your goals, having the schedule and getting to work and, you know, Ignoring the fun, like putting the focus on, putting the focus blinders on and going and doing the work that you need to do in order to make all of these dreams and thoughts that you have to make them come true. Because even though it may seem like sometimes people have like, oh, they just wrote a book overnight and now they're a award-winning author and you know, super famous. It's like, if you look back, I guarantee you that it took them probably 20, 30 years. I don't know. It took them their whole life to get to that point. Probably. Their whole life in some way. Um, And for those people who do just like 
uh, I never thought about writing a book, but I'm gonna write one, blah, blah, blah. That is pure luck, or they have access to resources and privilege that not everyone does. So you can't compare yourself to those people. So that's my pep talk for you. And if you want to find out more information about focus time, it's on homoground.com. It's on the front page. And we're asking for sliding skill donations for this. Uh, I want to keep it, um, you know, running every Thursday for as long as I can. And, you know, this is a messy process too. This is the first time I'm ever really doing something like this. That's, you know, I, I started just doing it with friends. Now I'm opening it up to like, you know, a bigger um, pool of people, people that I don't know. And, you know, I'm this is going to evolve too as things progress. So for right now, it's sliding scale donations and it's free for all current Homo Ground Patreon supporters. You'll find the info on a private Patreon post that only Patreons get access to. And I would like to keep offering the space. Maybe there will be more. Um, right now it's once a week. Maybe it'll turn out into like a twice week thing. I don't know. We'll just see how it goes. And yeah. So I hope I'll see you there. And I can't wait to hear more about your projects. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbird styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Super Light Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Code SUPER24.